Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. It's your host, Janine Kalbach. And today I'm coming to you guys talking about four reasons why healthcare professionals choose to start writing and building profitable writing businesses. I deep dive into why I started it, but a lot of people wonder why the nurse goes into it in the first place. Our clients, we understand why they choose us to write. If you need to catch up on that reasoning, go to episode number 13, Eat the Google Strategy. Every freelancer and client should know, and you also get a free download with that. But that's why our clients want us to write. But here's all the reasons why healthcare professionals are turning to writing. Enjoy the show. Welcome to The Savvy Scribe, a podcast for freelance healthcare and medical writers who want to start or grow their business. Your hosts, Carol Bush and Janine Kalbach, will help you build a profitable health writing business without having to spend years figuring it out on your own. Now, let's join the conversation. Savvy Scribes, thanks for joining me today on this episode. I know you are listening because you are probably contemplating starting your own writing business, maybe curious on how healthcare professionals even do this, or maybe just because the title and it resonates with you on maybe why you started writing and started your profitable writing business. Well, first I'll start with my own story. You guys might've heard my episode with Carol that I'll link in the show notes of basically my little bio, but a real cliff note version of that. There's a lot of factors that I'm gonna cover today that pretty much all of them played a part in my personal journey. I was a single mom for four years and I started dating my husband. And I used nursing as a great career at first to be stable and support my son and I. But as the time went on, I went back to school for my BSN. I became certified in inpatient obstetrics. And I used my career and my certifications to leverage myself in the healthcare space in women's health on my floor and took me to leadership roles. And I also had to pay off school as I went. So after my son was born, my second son in 2012, I felt like motherhood was pulling me to be a little more closer to him, therefore having to be home. After 10 years of working night shift, and I was now a mom to a newborn and a seven-year-old, I had to be home more. Due to the leverage in my healthcare space and my knowledge in OB, I was offered a position in the home care industry and I was able to take care of patients that were high-risk pregnant women. I loved that job. I loved it. I would still be working there if it wasn't because I got injured. And I was in a horrible neighborhood. But I was working for myself in a sense. I only had to report to a manager if I needed something or had an issue, which I rarely did. I was able to schedule my patients around me, able to do my charting, and it worked out. And I loved my patients. I loved the autonomy. But a family dog who was a, a brutal, brutal pit bull who I was scared of, who always was behind a fence, 
wasn't this one day when I went to give my patient her shot and he bit me and it hurt really bad. And I was scared to death to ever go back to that house. I had to go to urgent care. I was fine. And the patient was apologetic, but it still made me think about what am I doing here? Maybe this isn't the right thing for me. I have a little baby at home. My husband was not very happy. And my seven-year-old didn't want me going back. He was scared that mommy was going to get bit again. So my Google search began. I got into health writing when I was actually sitting at my grandma's bedside in hospice. I was there and she was, you know, in and out of it. She was on her, her last 30 days of life. And I just wanted to be near her and she would be sleeping. And here I was as a busy mom now, a caregiver and a working nurse. But I started writing and I'm like, this is so much better. I am enjoying my grandma. I can enjoy my kids. So you might be wondering, why else do, do nurses go into writing side gigs or building healthcare writing businesses on, on the side of their normal jobs. Why don't you just work your normal job and work overtime? I'm covering why I started this journey back in 2013 and the whys that I've heard throughout the years from my fellow nurses and healthcare providers. We like to bring you guys our tips and tricks with our Savvy Scribe Facebook group called the Savvy Scribe Collective. We invite you to come over there and we want to help people in the same situations that we found ourselves in before starting our health writing business journeys. We chose to write because it doesn't have to take you away from the bedside. It can help you transition maybe into retirement. It helps teach patients in a different way, and it helps you with a creative outlet, and you make money. So the first thing I want to cover is the burnout factor, because I feel this is the number one reason that I hear nurses wanting to leave bedside care. And it's not just you know, going into writing. Nurses are leaving nursing because of the burnout factor. 85% of nurses feel like they are burnt out by their work, according to a 2017 survey by Kronos. 63% say that they are currently experiencing burnout from their job. 93% of nurses feel mentally or physically tired by the end of their workday. Raise your hand if that's you. Totally me. Totally me. Even you know, I'm not even at bedside as much as I was, and I'm raising my hand. 90% of nurses say that they've considered leaving the hospital they worked at to find a different job with better work-life balance. 90%. And why? Why do we, why do we feel like our three days a week is taking us away from our families? Don't you think that would be the most work-life balance? It's not. 27% of those nurses explained that it was because they felt overworked. If burnout is your reason, I invite you guys to check out this website called healthynursehealthynation.org. You can sign up and it's a really awesome community. I stumbled upon it when I was just doing a little bit of research to bring to you guys and it's pretty cool. I made a little profile myself, but that's one of the reasons a lot of nurses turn to healthcare writing or starting a side gig is because they need to get away from that bedside a little bit. I think nursing is truly a calling. And if you love the bedside, that's where you should be. But I feel like too much of something can make you burn out no matter what it is. The second reason I find a lot of nurses turning to healthcare writing is because they have to pay off debt. It's unbelievable 
you guys, how much school costs. It's ridiculous. And most healthcare nursing jobs want you to go back to school for a bachelor's and then for an advanced degree. This can lead to over six figures worth of debt and not enough take-home cash. Nurses and other healthcare professionals are now dabbling in the different arenas of healthcare to see if a side job fits. So they might be going back to 12-hour night shifts to see if they can try and do a side job or even 12-hour day shifts instead of that nine-to-five job. The third reason is they want a creative outlet. As a bedside nurse, you don't get this opportunity to release your creativity. I mean, let's be honest. I do think nurses are the most creative people I've ever met. <laughs> I mean, just look at some of the things we do. If there's a shortcut, the nurse will find it. Let me tell you, we, I've seen nurses do everything from, we weren't allowed to have heat packs on our unit for a while because someone got burned and it wasn't even the nurse's fault. It was the patient's fault, but nursing got penalized and we weren't allowed to have heat packs on our units. What have I seen nurses do? Put washcloths in a microwave, heat them up and put them inside an ice pack where ice is supposed to go. Like I've seen this stuff, you guys. I've seen nurses, we we always do these ice packs. They won't they won't buy ice pads for our units, so we make them out of diapers. That's because we're nurses and we're gonna make it work for our patients. I've seen patients whose whose breast milk have come in and they're lactating so much and they don't have a bra because their breasts are so big. We turn underwear into bras. <laughs> We do everything. So nurses, you are creative. I've seen it and you know you've seen it too. You can use health writing to release some of that creativity that you have. Creativity is not something you have. It's something you do. So I am creative. I do creative things. If you start thinking of it that way, everybody's creative. And you can write about any topic you like. Let me caution you with that little side note there. Make sure it is profitable before you start adventuring into the writing businesses. One of our Savvy Scribe Collective members on Facebook wrote an article recently about nurse burnout and how to cope with it. In it, she wrote about supporting side gigs. This is something that I am passionate about because nursing doesn't give me the writing outlet I need. That's why you see nurses doing a ton of things on the side. How many nurses do you see that are making scrub caps or making jewelry or making, you know, little drinkable cups with RN on the side of it? Photography, they're doing hair, nails, writing, etc. It's not because we hate nursing. We just need a little bit of a change, a little bit of a different part of our brain working. So Shauna's article was really cool because it talks about leaders and nurse management supporting that. We shouldn't just be like, oh, you're a nurse. You need to be at the bedside. No, you can be a nurse away from the bedside. It doesn't mean that's all you have to do. Use your brain. Use your qualities that you have worked hard to become in school to, towards something else. This is the fourth one. Help patients understand medical language. As nurses, we are teachers. We love to educate our patients, our families, the children in the room. We love to educate because patients understand us. We understand patients. We know to talk to our patients like they're our kids or our best friend. We are able to give them the information that is evidence-based and written in health literacy of plain language. That is why healthcare professionals want to start writing businesses. We 
can't stand the patient who has Googled something and brings it to us, it makes us roll our eyes because we know it's not evidence-based. That is probably the number one reason why I continue to write. If this episode resonated with you in any way, come join our community over on Facebook, Savvy Scribe Collective. And I want to know what brought you to listen to this episode. What resonated with you the most? Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys soon. And go get your right on. Hey, everyone. It's Carol. I wanted to take just a few minutes break from the podcast to make sure you were aware of an essential resource that will help you ramp up your business. Often you hear Janine and I talk about the power of a community, and we know that building a professional network of like-minded entrepreneurs has several benefits for high-performing health writers. It gives you a sounding board for when you have questions or want advice, which is a huge help, especially in the early stages of a business. The cool thing is, as your network grows, so do your resources, and quite frankly, so do your chances of success. So the great news is, Janine and I created a private community just for fans of the Savvy Scribe podcast. That's right, just for you. It's called the Savvy Scribe Collective. The collective is a gated community, and it's open to forward-thinking health writers just like you who are focused on growing and scaling profitable businesses. Janine and I co-managed the group, and we created it as a safe space to share resources, ask for advice, and to connect as a community of forward-thinking health writers. We are both here to support and help you, and we encourage our tribe to do the same. In the collective, we're going to be sharing some extra episodes, bonus show notes, free webinars, and some mini courses, and more. There'll be a lot of unannounced fun, too. Just think about it. How much more would you accomplish if you had a strategic partner in your business? Check us out on Facebook and look to the show notes so you can get hooked up with the Savvy Scribe Collective. We'll see you soon. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.